This is Rush to Reason. You are going to shut your damn yapper and listen for a change because I got you pegged, sweetheart. You want to take the easy way out because you're scared. And you're scared because if you try and fail, there's only you to blame. Let me break this down for you. Life is scary. Get used to it. There are no magical fixes. With your host, John Rush. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job first. You haven't made everybody equal. You've made them the same, and there's a big difference. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Are you crazy? Am I? Or am I so sane that you just blew your mind? It's Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air, with your host, John Rush. Hour number two, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us today. I do appreciate it very much. And I will have to reboot this, Charlie. So can you bring Doug up? Because I lost my icon. So I'll reboot and get that back. Go ahead, Doug. Are you with us? Yeah, I am. Hi, John. Good. How are you, Doug? Appreciate you joining us, sir. Hey, thanks for having me. You are very, very welcome. All right. You are CEO of American Edge. Talk to us about, and we've talked about this briefly on a few shows in the past, but probably not in the detail we'll get into with you. But talk to us about this whole FTC and they're trying to block the merger between, or I shouldn't say merger, the buyout of Activision by, uh, you know, by or Activision Blizzard by Microsoft. Yeah, they, they failed on that in, in the court. Um, they're going to keep trying, right? But, you know, at the end of the day, um, it's bigger than just that acquisition, right? So, the U.S. is in this dogfight with China over who's going to be the global technology leader. And it matters which country builds the future, right? Because tech isn't just another sector. Right. John, it, it determines our national security. It does our economic prosperity, advances our values. And China's got a really aggressive three-part plan to win. And our secret weapon is our private sector. It's not really that secret, right? That's what we lead with. But the private sector creates these new ideas, launches new products, and mergers and acquisitions are a key way to make those companies grow and scale. And they're also a key way of how startups get money to launch their ideas and then sell when it makes sense. So when the FTC says, look, we're going to do things that are really going to chill mergers across our economy, you're talking about knocking the legs out underneath our economy because mergers do about $1.6 trillion a year in the U.S. That's four times what they do in China. Wow. Amazing. Why do you feel, and again, I, I think I know, but why do you feel the FTC is so against any of these company mergers? Because this isn't the first one of these they've been against. Yeah, I, I think there's, it's kind of fashionable to look at as big as bad, but we're into the platform economy now, right? And this is where the competition is at, right? Uh, America has its big platform companies. China has its big platform companies. And these companies uh, are, are some of our leading assets that America has in our challenge against China. Um, so I'll give you one example, right? When FTC says we want to slow down mergers, especially with tech companies, that's going to do three things. It's going to hurt our economy and startups. It's going to hurt consumers in the form of higher prices. Right. And it's going to hurt our ability to compete with China. Other than that, they're great ideas. <laughs> okay, and I know why... 
all of those things are true that you just said. Break each one of those down and explain to the listener that may yeah. not understand what, and again, not saying I'm any smarter than anybody else. I just interview enough folks like you and, and in business for myself and know some of what you're talking about with startups and costs and yeah. so on. But explain what you mean by those three things. Sure. So let's just start off with um, the consumer part, right? So the, this thing called the Consumer Welfare Standard has been part of our guiding economic principles for 40 years. Because when you're figuring out, okay, how does business A merge with business B, how do we measure that impact overall? At the end of the day, the courts have said, what really matters most is how does this help or hurt the consumer? Meaning, does it result in higher prices? Um, But in the new guidelines the FTC put out, the, the summary of them, the word consumer wasn't even part of the guidelines. Uh, and in some of their uh, guidelines, they said, look, we can disallow a merger between two companies, even if it leads to lower prices, because if those lower prices leads to happier customers and more market share, um, that would be a bad thing under the FTC view. Mm-hmm. And so they may disallow that. Okay. Well, what's that company supposed to do? <laughs> Is it supposed to not pass the savings on the consumer? Are they supposed to make poorer products? Um, that's not the nature of, of how business works. No, no. Um, and, and as you know, the other thing, too, that all businesses have to worry about, even the big ones, because we've, we've seen many, many times there's no such thing as a business too big to fail. All businesses, if not done correctly and if not taking on the right opportunities at the right times, as you know, Doug, can fail. We've seen it happen over and over and over again. I mean, Tar- Charlie and I continue to talk about, and I don't know why it just keeps coming up, but Sears. Sears was a everyday brand at one time. Mm-hmm. As you know, Doug, you could pretty much buy anything out of the Sears catalog, including a house, a barn, pretty much anything you wanted you could get from them, whether you went to a store, whether you had it delivered, you name it, you could buy it. And they were a huge, huge, huge conglomerate that I would venture to guess at one time somebody probably said too big to fail. Well, look at them today. Right. Mm -hmm. Yep, you're exactly right. Uh, You know, another way that these FTC guidelines will hurt uh, our country is through startups, right? So uh, startups have to raise a a lot of capital. Typically a boatload. (laughs) Exactly. In technical terms, a boatload. That's right. right. That's right. And so they get that from different investment houses. They get it from uh, institutional funds. Well, some of the new FTC guidelines say, listen, if there's a set of institutions that are investing in a lot of different companies in the same sector, we're going to kind of frown on that because it's this kind of concept of common ownership that could, you know, allegedly fix prices and set prices. But the problem is, is that that's the way most uh, uh, investment firms invest, right? They want to hedge their bets, so they're going to invest. Well, in they they know that out of the hundred they may invest in, only ten may play out, right? Right. They're, they're right. They're minimizing their risk. Right. Um, but what it does is it allows these companies to get money to put their products uh, into the market and begin to kind of transform uh, the technology, build the transformative technologies that we expect of our companies. Correct. And they again, they know and I as you can tell, I've known some VC guys in the past and I've been told some of those stories over and over again as to how many wins they actually get out of out of a cycle. Now, that doesn't mean that they, they stop doing it because that one win may, you know, is definitely typically more than enough 
to cover the losses they've had on the others. And to your point, they even know that by investing in the other one's competition, they're building competition, which will most likely put some of those products out faster. They are also expecting someday a merger or an increase of the value of their investment through said merger. And that's why they do it. Right, Doug? Yes, exactly. And so, you know, for that reason, more products get accelerated the market companies compete more on price and that benefits the consumer overall i just say one kind of final piece on this is it's going to hurt innovation right yeah Some of these good point go, yep. they look right at the u.s tech platforms and say hey listen we're not going to look at just individual mergers right we're going to look at the pattern of mergers over a series of years and if if the ftc feels it gets to some arbitrary level of concentration of, of market share well they can sue then to undo the various deals even if it's been years after the deals have been approved. Yep. Now, you can't run a business. If, nope. You know, four years down the road, you've nope. got to rip off a big piece you That's right. brought in. That's right. Cannot do that. Well, and, and I also, and I'm going to say this loosely, so please, everybody listening, I'm, I'm saying this loosely because I know you could have justification for video games and when it comes to you know, motor skills and things like that. So I'm saying this loosely, Doug, but the FTC, in my opinion, is even ruling over an area here with Activision and Microsoft, which frankly isn't even a consumer need. It's a consumer want, if you would, and yet they've got their fingers in it. And like I said, I know some of the benefits of video games is on, and I'm not against them by any means, mm-hmm. but I also don't look at video games as eggs. They're not right. one and the same. <laughs> I, I agree. And the other part of it, too, is a lot of these video games and, and uh, other things like that, there's, it's still an emerging market, right? It's not a mature Correct. market. And Correct. So to say that, you know, uh, a merger between two companies along the same supply chain, um, that's going to potentially maybe kind of uh, have a maybe impact on competition somewhere down the road. Well, that, that's not an economic standard that anybody can measure or work from, John. And so, you know, I think, by the way, nor do I know, think it's accurate because typically back to your point earlier, people can see the ability to get into a segment and maybe make big dollars by doing so. It actually probably has the opposite effect. It may actually encourage some people to get into an industry that they may have otherwise just stayed out of because they know the potential for growth is there. Right. And so, you know, I think, look, the FTC does some really good work, right, in terms mm-hmm. of consumer fraud and prevention. Like it. There's a long history of it doing things that are really benefiting consumers. But I think it's some of this FTC overreach where it's trying to remake, uh, it's trying to project an economic philosophy and theory on our country that benefits certain competitors as opposed to the consumer. That's just the wrong approach. Agree. It's going to hurt our ability yes. to debate, and it's going to help China. And by the way, not the proper role of government, last but not least, period. It's just not their proper role. Yeah, because here's the thing. If you limit American companies from doing mergers and acquisitions, especially our tech companies, guess who can still do that? Chinese yep. and Russian That's right. Firms. The other countries will. You're 100% correct. <laughs> so, yep. yeah. So Doug, as all, I, I enjoy having you. How do folks find you, sir? Hey, you can go to AmericanEdgeProject.org. Uh, you'll see our things there. And call your elected officials and let them know. Like, this, mm. you got to stand up for American innovation. Awesome. Doug, appreciate you very much. Uh, up next, High Five Plumbing. High Five Plumbing is there for you no matter what your need is when it comes to plumbing. As always, by the way, they're there for you. And I want to make sure that you call them. Keep this number handy, 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. 
Hi-Fi Plumbing will help you keep your basement flood free with the right sump pump solutions. Hi-Fi can save you from water damage and costly foundation repairs. A sump pump replacement isn't an expensive fix, but putting it off can lead to more expensive repairs like flooring, walls, and mold damage. Basement flooding can also lead to eroded foundations or even cause your house to shift. With increased rainfall, sometimes it's necessary to install a second pump to handle the extra water volume. It's hard to tell if the pump is working on your own, so have High Five come out and take a look for you. As a valued KLZ listener, you'll enjoy a waived service call fee and $50 off the repair for a $100 total discount. So call High Five today at 1-877-WE-HIGH-FIVE or go to klzradio.com slash plumbing to schedule your visit. I clock my toilet one too many times. I call High Five for this. Call High Five for this. Extreme Auto Repair is next, folks. Again, twenty about 20 service bays, 18 plus to service you and your vehicle, whatever you need. And don't forget, as we head into the school year, which isn't that far away, make sure things are in tip-top order. Find them at klzradio.com. Summer is time for graduations, road trips, and car problems. You can rest easy because AAA certified Extreme Auto Repair offers free pre-trip vehicle inspections for you and your family's safety. During the spring and summer when temps fluctuate, the parts on your car expand and retract, making them lose grip on the parts to which they connect. This can mean that your vehicle may run fine on your way out of town, but you could be in big trouble down the road. Batteries lose charge in extreme hot or cold temps. Brakes can lose grip under the increased strain. Fluids can get backed up or coagulate. Belts, hoses, and the cooling system need inspected. Any number of other things could go wrong. Extreme Auto's ASE certified master mechanics will advise you on anything that they see that looks questionable and recommend fixes to you with no pressure or obligation to fix the problem there. An appointment is needed for the inspection, so head over to klzradio.com slash extreme or call them at 303-841-1071 to schedule yours today. Veteran Windows and Doors, folks. Anything you need when it comes to windows and doors, Dave is there for you. Find him at klzradio.com or call direct 303-529-0720. Veteran Windows and Doors doesn't want you to fall prey to gimmicks like heat lamps. They want you to make a wise decision based on facts. Owner Dave Bancroft says making sure your windows are up to code and properly labeled is just the first step of the installation process with Veteran Windows and Doors. Dave promises their windows and doors meet the energy efficiency requirements, are right for your area of Colorado, and are correctly labeled at installation. The NFRC label is attached to the Energy Star label, and both must be energy efficient, or you will not receive any of the generous rebates that are available to you. Also, you need a transferable lifetime guarantee on the windows and doors that you invest in for your home, and owner Dave Bancroft provides that peace of mind, too. Veteran Windows and Doors prioritize integrity over gimmicks. Because in the end, it's not about the show. It's about the facts. Go to klzradio.com slash window today for windows and doors that stand the test of time. Putting reason into your afternoon drive. This is John Rush. All right, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. An article out of Jalopnik. Actually, I was reading this about the same time Charlie was telling me about it last week. So I wanted to talk about it today. And this is 
along the lines of what a lot of folks in states, Colorado as well, are thinking should be done to solve the problem of EV vehicles not paying their fair share. Now, be careful what you wish for. Because in Washington State, they're mulling over an idea that to make up the fact that EVs don't pay into the state's gas tax system the same way a regular gasoline-powered car would, an ICE vehicle, they are currently thinking about adding a system whereby it's a pay-per-mile system at 2.5 cents a mile driven. In Washington, they're estimating most vehicles, most people drive about 13,500 miles a year. So under this new proposal, those individuals would pay $337 a year for that 2.5 cents a mile. And as this article says, may not sound like a lot, but may not sound like a lot. But you have to remember, there's no gas tax anymore. And for reference, you need to buy about 343 gallons of gasoline to hit the same number. So those that have gas guzzlers, quote unquote, would actually get a break. Those that drive fuel efficient vehicles would get hurt. Like I said, be careful what you wish for. Because if you let government control how this system will work in regards to EVs versus ICE vehicles, somebody's going to take it in the shorts. It's always the way government does it. It's never going to come out fair. Personally, I think it should be miles driven by the EV, not every vehicle. If you drive an EV vehicle, you need to report what miles you drive, and pay accordingly. That's my thought. In this case, they're going to make it blanket. They'll do away with their state gas tax, and they'll just make it blanket to where you all pay, in Washington State, 2.5 cents a mile driven. To me, this also begs the question, who's going to monitor the miles driven? In other words, how are they going to determine who's lying and who's not? Somebody going to come out and actually check the odometer when you you know write down the reported miles in versus out? Oh yeah, Charlie just said eventually will your car auto report? Yeah, Charlie, that could actually I could see that happening at some point. The telematics in the car will report the miles driven. Yes, I could see that. On an older vehicle though that doesn't have that, are they going to use the honor system? Who's going to check that? Great question. Because. Somebody would say, well, you know, if they ever sell the vehicle, then those miles will be reported. What if they take the vehicle to Oregon or California or just next door to Idaho and then sell it there or Montana or Colorado? What if they drive it out of state and sell it? Then, of course, it's never reported at that point because that title gets converted in another state. And you'll or, you know, in this case, Washington will never know miles driven. So where does the nanny state come into play and find out how many miles you drive. That's why I don't like these types of programs. And I know there's a lot of folks pushing for these across the board because it is a way for them to get some of that gas tax back from these EVs. And frankly, I think even some of the more fuel-efficient vehicles, they're still looking at ways to collect the road tax, even from those vehicles that they know they're not getting enough tax back on. To me, 
that's a different problem you need to figure out different scenarios or different solutions for. But taxing everyone the same, making everyone equal, when in fact they're not. Right now, the, the most equal way of doing it is you buy the gasoline, you pay the tax on what you buy, and away you go. The more you buy, the more tax you pay. In the case of an EV, maybe they should average that out and just charge every EV owner the exact same amount based upon miles calculated or you know estimated miles driven and call it good. We do that in Colorado, but this fund in Colorado is all screwed up, as I've stated before. It's 50 bucks, but only a third of that, I believe, or maybe 40% of that goes to the fund, the road fund. The rest of it goes to whatever pet project the government fees, sees fit to spend it on. It's not like road tax. So even in Colorado, the EV, that'd be the other question to ask Washington, where is all the two and a half cents mile driven going to go? Some pet project? Some bike path, some pedestrian bridge, golf cart path. You know, where's this money going, or is it actually flat going to go back into the road system? I doubt it, by the way. Knowing Washington and knowing how liberal they are like we are, we're kind of sister states in a way, I doubt seriously if those dollars are going to go back into the funds they're supposed to. They'll get spread into other places, and then they'll be back asking for more money at a later date. So, again, do these problems need solved? Yes. In my opinion, is this the right way to solve it? No. No, not at all. All right, we'll be right back. Golden Eagle Financial is up next. Al Smith wants to help you with all of your financial planning for the future, whatever that is, and even checking to see where you're at now. And I say this often, if you have not talked to your financial advisor for quite some time, you need a new one. Call Al today, 303-744-1128. Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial has seen many of the things that can interrupt your retirement plans. He's like a coach. He'll look over your plan and use his 30 years of experience in retirement advisement to ensure that you're ready for any unforeseen contingency. Retirement plans can be derailed by any number of things. Mike Tyson once said, everybody has a plan till they get punched in the mouth. Al has the experience to expect the unexpected. He knows that there's a 50% chance you'll need long-term care. And on top of that, a 25% chance that the care will last more than a year and a half. Your retirement resources must be able to handle these expenses while preserving your financial independence without burdening your loved ones. Al Smith will guide you so that you'll be prepared and help you analyze your entire plan to give you a peace of mind that comes with being ready. Schedule a short meeting with Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial today by going to klzradio.com slash money and be prepared. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC. A registered investment advisor, BCM and Golden Eagle Financial Limited are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. Affordable interest mortgage, anything you need from Kurt, give him a call. He'll join us at 5 o'clock here in about a half an hour. We've got a few things to go over with Kurt. In the meantime, anything you need, 720-895-0500. Many of you are seeing your credit card rate around 18 to 21%. With the feds continuing to raise rates, it's getting harder to stretch that dollar. Take AIM, affordable interest mortgage, 720-895-0500. If you currently have a low rate on your mortgage, but your other debts are not giving you any breathing room, Consider refinancing and getting a blended rate in the fours. Now is the time to take advantage. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Get that blended rate in the fours and lower your total monthly payment, six, seven, eight hundred a month. 
we can show you how to lower your monthly debt and keep more of your money, all with a lower blended rate. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Locally owned and serving Coloradans since 2001. Own your home faster, pay less interest, whether it's a $100,000 loan or $2 million. Our experience will save you money. 720-895-0500. Affordable interest mortgage. That's 720-895-0500. Start saving six, seven, eight hundred a month now and breathe again. NMLS 298-191. Regulated by door. Equal credit lender. All right. Up next, Premier Home Remodels. We heard from Wade either, or heard from Wade earlier. should say make sure I get my words here correctly. And uh, again, they're talking about how if you've got things you want to remodel this time of the year that involve opening up an outside wall, window, something along those lines, do it now so we're not fighting those things in the winter months. Give them a call today, 720-619-8773. Premier Home Remodels will customize your home so you can remain in it and grow comfortably for years to come. With their creative expert team, Premier can design the features needed or add the extra space to your home, making it more suitable for your family and safe for you to age in place. They're experienced in retrofitting homes, meeting all your needs now while ensuring you are prepared for the future. Premier Home Remodels will help you design the right changes to accommodate your entire family. And with Premier's years of construction and design experience, they know how to make the aging in place transition just the way you want it. They want you to have a home you'll be excited to live in. Let Premier help you today. Receive 10% off your remodel this month with Premier. Go to klzradio.com slash remodel and let Premier turn your home into the ideal home for you now and in the future. This is Rush to Reason, powered by Absolute Electrical Plumbing, Heating, and Air. All right, we are back. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. My son Richard should be joining us here momentarily and again going back to the whole miles driven had a text message come in uh, from a great texter we have typically on the weekends and said okay what happens to the out-of-staters when you start taxing only those individuals that are registered in your state do the out-of-staters then get a pass and if that in fact is the case what about those border towns where someone could just run across pay less gas you know, pay less for the gas period and then run back over to their other state, you know that will end up happening as well. So, again, thank you, Mickey, by the way. Great point on that end of things. Richard, are you with us? I'm here. Any big sports news this weekend? I did not look at anything nor follow anything, so I have no idea. Well, it was the Open Championship this weekend, which was the British Open. Um, And just to tell you how interesting it was, I didn't watch a single second of it. So (laughs) um, I'm I'm with you, although there was some – breaking bronco news that kind of came down which so this is good i can obviously get your reaction from this one of their defensive i think there is a nose guard or basically a defensive tackle um is one of well several that's happened to this summer but especially right now players that is now he's suspended for a full year for gambling on the nfl Ooh. um oh and and i, I can't say his name oh it's not he's not a well-known player he was gonna be a depth player so okay. you know Take take it for what it is, right? You know, not it's not like it's a super big name. However, they were pretty thin in terms of depth, you know, to start out, and so you kind of add this on top of it, and it'll be interesting to see where they come from. But it's more interesting, Dad, that you know, obviously the most well-known gambling situation in all of pro sports ever was obviously 
Pete Rose, right? Right. Now, obviously, you had several other examples that I'm sure your listeners are, who are more seasoned than I am will be able to, you know, kindly point out on the text line or call in after. And I know there's other examples of it, but, you know, Pete Rose obviously sort of got blasted for... And banned. He on his own team. Yeah. Well, yeah, he was, he was banned, and he's one of the best players in baseball history, should be in the Hall of Fame, especially when you start looking at his staff and everything else, and, you know, that's a whole different conversation. So here's the question for you. You know, I didn't even bring this up before the game or before we went on, obviously. Should players be allowed to bet on their own teams? No. Okay, why not? Because if they can affect the outcome of it, it would, it would affect their gambling. Well, it would it would affect well, but if but should they be able to bet on their team's success? Well, that's uh, that's a great question. In that case, yes, because if they're betting on the success and they're a part of that and they can make it successful, I guess that would be much different than if they're betting on the team's loss, knowing that they can contribute to the loss. I guess in a way, that's a two sided coin. It's not one in the question for everyone. Should and you can pose it to your listeners, however you want to do it, should players, and this is in all sports, NBA, Major League Baseball, you know, mm. you've got the Women's World Cup going on right, right. now. Should these, peop- should these players be allowed to bet on their own teams? If it's on the success, success side, say. on the win side, I would think, sure, why not? Now, I guess you'd have to define, is that with a spread, without a spread, is it just a W? I mean, I think you'd have to have some other divining, some other defining things there because as you know you can win but if you don't beat the spread you could still lose you know you could still you know lose and and or win a bet depending upon how that's structured and there's a lot of facets to that as you know including even you know what are what's the point spread like first quarter second quarter third quarter and at the final and so on and so forth so so i'll I'll open it up to this and this is literally just kind of came to my mind what if a team this side, or a team, or not a team, probably a bad way of saying it. What if a play, or well, yeah, what if a league, let's just call it that, right? What if a league decided to open up a app, the NFL app? You had your player login, all of your info was there, and the only thing you could bet on as a player would be your team's success. Hmm. Again, I think depending upon how that was defined, as in, you know, can you contribute? In other words, you can only win if your team is successful in, you know, XYZ game, and defining that as in, you know, you can't be betting against yourself with the point spread and things like that. But, you know, whether it's just a win or lose at the end of the day, you know, allowing that player to bet on that being a win, I wouldn't have any problem with that because if you can have that incentive to make you and the rest of your teammates play better, why not? Well, and, and, and here, you know, for, for, for some of your listeners who I know are sitting in their car saying, Richard, are you nuts? You know, this, there's no way that this should be legal. You know, what are you talking about? You're taking crazy pills, you know, this, that, and the other, all these different things. Well, again, what I would say to you is, and, and what I would combat, it already happens, Dad. Sure. You already have well. You already have players who have incentives in their contracts. That's right. Tied to yeah. team success. 
Well, and right? we do it. We do it in other industries. Wall Street does it on a daily basis. There's traders out there that, that bet on themselves with certain trades and, and really quote unquote bets that they're placing on certain companies where they feel the success is going to be there. And some of them may even have influence on that. In fact, IPOs and things like that, where you've got people on the boards and people that are there structuring things and so on, they're essentially doing exactly what you're talking about. It's just not in sports. Correct. Yeah, they're, I mean, they're doing it as we speak right now. Correct. And so that's my... That's it's my it's always been frowned on in the sports world, though, because people felt like you could take a dive or you could do this or you could do that. But the way you're talking about it is it's a completely different structure of, of betting, not necessarily you know betting against yourself, because if you do that and you can make yourself lose, well, that's a whole different world. For sure. And I, and I think there absolutely should be rules on it. And the way that the NFL has basically said, or, you know, they've taken this stance, which is no betting at all. There's right. no if there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. They just if don't allow it. If you are a member, correct, if you are a member of an NFL team, even employee, well, you cannot bet on your team. But, again, I think maybe we should open up a, which, by the way, would open up a different revenue because you get a gambling company that does it. But, again, players, well, and here's the deal. So here's another situation going on in the NFL right now. Running backs are claiming they are vastly underpaid, right? There are okay. two running backs right now, Josh Jacobs of the Las Vegas Raiders, Saquon Barkley, who Andy and I and Walt have sort of a big debate on because I feel like he shouldn't have been picked when he was, all these things. He, they were both franchise tagged, which means they were supposed to get unrestricted free agency. They didn't because the team decided to you know, give them a certain dollar figure, which I think was like a tight ends, receivers, even linemen, they are being paid less than, okay. right? So that's one of the concerns. So the, some people are trying to figure out, okay, how do we fix this problem? And the problem is underpaid running backs. Hmm. Well, one of the things was maybe they should have a separate bonus pool that is put into by you know the NFL, which would never happen because they're going to need to be concessions from the Players Association, right, and that's right. not going to happen Owners for a variety so of reasons. Right, right. But, but, but what I say is, well, if, let's say, let's just say, for sake of argument, you did open up gambling to the players and, and to teams, and, and you, know, you set up a system the same way that you know, Wall Street and their system is set up, right? To where you, know, you sort of have a monitoring being done, right, at all times. Because, you know, because what, business executives... You know, let's say Apple, right? Uh, Tim Cook, he can trade on Wall Street. He just has to make declarations. He has to make right? a well. Yeah, his, he has to make it known what he's doing. Correct. Exactly. So why again? Why you know? If, could players not do the same thing and basically profit? And so you know, for example, you're a running back, right? You're Christian McCaffrey, well-known guy around here. Right. He goes into a game and says, "I you know this game, I think I'm going to rush for ten or you know for a hundred and." 20 yards and three touchdowns. Now, right. you could argue, you know, he's got you know, inside information because he knows the game plan, but we all know in the NFL game plans change. That's right. right. It's, never, it's never what you know, the coach wants it to be. It's all Correct. about what the team, other teams are doing. Defense can do all sorts of things. Football. He could get injured. He could, he could, you know, sprain a thumb. You name it, all sorts of things can happen. Exactly. So why not allow him to hmm. bet and say, yeah, I'm going to do this. And, you know, if he wants to put down his whole game check, which I think in some cases could be you know, depending on the year and what his salary is versus his 
signing bonus and everything else is, let's say it's $150,000. Right. Well, depending on what that pays out to, you know, he could make an extra million bucks. True. So True. why not? And again, I'm not saying these things are going to happen, folks. I'm just posing the question. So what if? Because, yeah, because we're running into a situation right now, again, with the NFL, where you've got people that are all upset, all in it to, you know, because in the NFL is you're hammering these guys. You know, they're, they're, they're laying down, you know, 150. Well, you know, in some cases it's costing these guys. Most of the players that it's happened to that are kind of younger guys, right? You know, they're not mm-hmm. super old, you know, and they're, they're kind of learning, right? So they're not into their careers yet. And so some people are arguing, well, you know, hasn't really hit a big-name player yet. And I would argue, well, at some point in time, you'd think it might hit a big-name player. Mm-hmm. Then what happens when that dude's out for an entire right. season? Right. So, I, again, hmm. we allow it in, in certain segments of society – yeah, we do. Why don't we allow it in this system? We actually allow in it in segment. a lot of different places, just not there. Correct. And so that, that's all my point is, hmm. is. I think that the NFL and you know the Broncos, it's going to be a big deal. It'll be asked about. You know, Sean Payton, the Broncos will kind of answer questions about it, and right, it'll be sort of a thing, not really. Ultimately, it's, you know, it'll. I mean, again, this guy's a depth player. You know, you feel bad for him in a way because he sort of cost himself a chance, but at the same time. You also got to be smart and know that right. any betting on the NFL is they're going to find illegal. out. That's right. They're going to find right. out, no, no matter what. So yeah, again, I just think it's an interesting point, and I think something it's something that you'll hear more about, and especially hmm. as the sports gambling things, because like you said, that you know people, I think sometimes we as a country forget, and even as conservatives, I'll say you know, especially we forget some of the stuff that it actually does go on on a daily basis. It like does. you mentioned, Wall Street goes on. It does, and you just it's it's labeled. Shoot, those guys bet on shorts, Richard, and will even do things to to affect that company going down in value. They'll do everything they possibly can by even buying more shorts to drive the price down so they win at the end of the day. They're doing it as we speak. Correct. Happens all the time. Exactly. And so, again, it's, it's just one more hmm. thing where I feel like we should, you know, again, we're, and, and you know, honestly, I'm more of a, you know, you know me, you, you and me are the same way. You know, we're more team guys than player guys, and some people, you know, Argue that, but I'm I'm all for this. In this case, it's like, guys, why are the players, you know, being sort of taken down because they don't have the same rights as well every now? And you could argue, well, they don't have the same rights because they're well, I don't know what do you want to call it, right? They they have the privilege of playing in the NFL and things like that, right? But it's like, well, I get that, but again, like you said, we do it in a bunch of other walks of life. We do. There's no reason why we can't figure it out yeah. for the NFL, NBA, Great Major League Baseball. Yeah. Create a different thing. So, and then the last thing I want to talk to you about is what would you do, Dad, for one year if I told you I would give you $776 billion to do it? <laughs> what would I do in one year? Sorry, sorry, sorry. Sorry, million, not billion. $776 million to do it. In one year. You have to do something for one year. Name it. Oh, gosh. In my world, take some... Let's let's say live in Antarctica. I will pay you $776 million for one year to live in Antarctica. After that, you can come back and live wherever you want. Yeah, I'd probably do that. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I would do that. There's this player. There's this player for for a French team soccer player, Kylian Mbappe. Uh He was the World Cup... Um, player a couple World Cups ago. This Lionel Messi was was the one this last time around. Yeah, but he was the. Anyways, he his team was offered by Saudi Arabia, and, and it gets really confusing. So, don't, I'm not going to even try to explain it because especially you and you'll 
I know your takes on certain things and all that. Anyways, he was offered, or his team was offered $1.1 billion. $332 million of that was in the form of what they call a transfer fee, which basically is the Saudi Arabian soccer team paying his team in France for the right to his last year, because he's only under contract for one more year. Mm. He wants to go under contract to a probably a Real Madrid, which is a team in Spain, I believe, um, and doing it that way. So, again, so, so that was it. But this team has come in and said, we will pay you $776 million for one year in Saudi Arabia. After that, you are free to still sign with that team that you wanted to sign with, but we're going to pay you $776 million. And supposedly, hmm. he's, he, he is, as of right now, is declining the offer. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I, I wish I was set up enough to where I could decline seven hundred and seventy. Yeah, exactly. No, I, yeah, exactly. Wow. All right. Food for thought. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Absolute Electrical Plumbing, Heating, and Air is next. Don't forget to ask about the Quiet Cool System today. Find them at klzradio.com. When your air conditioning isn't working properly, you're sticky, hot, and miserable, and you just want it fixed fast. Absolute Electrical, Plumbing, Heating, and Air have the staff, vehicles, and inventory to do the job right, right now. Smaller companies often have to order parts or come back another day to finish, but Absolute has the staff to repair your AC typically on the same day. Even if you need an entirely new HVAC system installed, in many cases, they can do that by the next day. Absolute's highly qualified technicians also have best-in-class support back in their office in the rare case they hit a snag and need assistance. This means that you don't just get one tech, you have a whole team of techs who will help get your home cooled off without unnecessary delays. Right now, for KLZ listeners, Absolute will take off up to $500 for a full AC furnace install. Reach out to Absolute Electrical Plumbing, Heating, and Air today at klzradio.com slash absolute and get cool fast. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical, Heating, and Air. Ridgeline Auto Brokers. We're going to do a couple car reviews here in just a minute. Any vehicle you need, Ridgeline Auto Brokers will help you do their best, by the way, to help you find it. They have a great selection as we speak, you can trade up, trade down, you name it. It is your used car center. RidgelineAutobrokers.com, 303-442-4141. Are you in the market for a reliable car that won't break the bank? Drive Radio sponsor, Ridgeline Auto Brokers specializes in quality used cars that cost between fifteen dollars to $25,000, making them a great option for first-time drivers or anyone looking for a good deal. They pride themselves on providing a transparent and hassle-free car buying experience. That's why at Ridgeline, they never charge a dealer fee. Plus, all vehicles are inspected by Legacy Automotive, a Colorado Select member and sponsor of Drive Radio. For a limited time, they are offering first-time customers the first oil change for only $1. Every car comes with a 30-day warranty, with the option to purchase a service contract. And at Ridgeline Auto Brokers, there are competitive financing options to fit your budget. If you cannot make it to the dealership in person, there are videos of all Ridgeline cars for sale on their website at RidgelineAutoBrokers.com. Call today at 303-442-4141 to schedule a test drive or visit RidgelineAutoBrokers.com. Ridgeline Auto Brokers. 
the smartest way to buy a car. A business that simply closes its doors loses almost all of its equity. Unless you have a plan for handing your business off to the next owner, you will not see the most financial return for your investment. You've invested years of hard work into your business. Make sure you retire with a long-term plan for your business to continue running without you. John Rush needs about two years to get your business running smoothly enough to sell. Start now and in two years, you can retire with a tidy profit knowing your investment has paid off. Email john at rushtoreason.com. When you need them, you really need them. Choose an office supply company that you can depend on when you need them. Business Equipment Service works hard to ensure that the widespread supply chain issues don't affect them like their competitors. As a company, Business Equipment Services, sometimes abbreviated to BES, believes in the service-first mentality. They're committed to providing that by vetting new vendors to work with, prioritizing their search for high-demand items like toners, and sourcing inventory locally. By staying innovative when faced with obstacles, Business Equipment Service can be flexible, ensuring that, unlike other big brand names, their customers stay up and running. They don't put all their eggs in one basket, allowing them to work with different vendors where other companies would be limited. Make sure you have the resources you need immediately so your company doesn't face unnecessary downtime. Go to BESofColorado.com. That's BESofColorado.com for reliable business sales, solutions, and service. We don't yell at you. We inform you. Now, back to Rush to Reason. All right, we are back. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. As I said earlier, we have a couple of car reviews to do today. Richard, you happen to drive one of late, which I'm interested to see, because this is a car that some other folks in the journalistic world don't care for, which we won't name names and get into, because we don't normally do that here. But it was interesting given that we've driven this car in the past, and frankly, I've always sort of had a fondness for this particular car that you drove, but I want to get your opinion on it. That's a 2023 VW Golf GTI. Yeah, so this is the Golf GTI, and for those of you that are golf fans, which I know some of you are going to say, what, there's golf fans out there? Well, there are, and this is a basically kind of a, the little baby of the Golf R, which maybe some more of you are familiar with. That's the sportier version, Dad, right? More horsepower, all-wheel drive, but also pricier. So this version, the GTI, you can get for anywhere around $30,000 or a little bit north of $40,000, which is the one we drove. We drove the Autobahn trim level. It's available with either a manual or a dual-clutch transmission, which is the one that we had. So you're an automatic transmission or, you know, kind of works like an automatic, right? It really is. I know you can get it. We can get in the nitty-gritty later. The manual really works like an automatic in that way. Right. Fun Fun to drive. Um, honestly, the only, the only complaint I had with this car was it doesn't have physical buttons and VW, you know, I talked about that a little bit more. They've kind of gotten away from, and they're, even their CEO has kind of talked about how they've, they've heard that and they're going to kind of start changing that mentality, right. And, And doing it a little bit differently. And that's the honestly, the only kind of negative I got. This car was super fun to drive. It was really sporty. Obviously it is a hatchback, right? So it's got, you know, good about a good bit of room in the trunk. You're going to be hard-pressed to fit four full-size adults in here, Dad. I'll just say that. I did take it from, you know, kind of the north side of town all the way over to Golden for a date night and up to the movie theater and stuff. And this car runs fantastic at our altitude. I don't have the exact horsepower. I know it's about 75 horsepower less less than the R. 
But even at our altitude, that still runs really great, and it's a really, really fun car to drive and enjoy uh, because it is fun and it is turbo, and it is just, again, that sport hatchback feel. Um, I like some of the apportionments on the inside, and honestly, that, again, for the $40,000 car, this is kind of the top of the trim levels um, for, for the GTI. Works really, really well, really phenomenal, and one that I was really, really impressed with. And so I'm not sure what other people think about it, but I like the car. I mean, well, I think you have to realize number one, what you're driving. Number one, Richard, this is not a VW luxury car. This is their sporty version of a car. The ride handling and so on is going to be appropriate to that. If you're looking for a luxury car, this is not it. Nor was it designed to be, Richard. Correct. No, nowhere is it designed to be. And well, and, and, and one other thing that we get that I know some other people have mentioned is. Some, some press cars we get that have satellite radio. Right. Some of them don't. Honestly, it's not something that I really put too much stock into because most cars these days come equipped with the option of purchasing satellite radio if you so see fit. Right. And you want to spend your hard-earned American dollars on doing so. That's right. Feel free. But That's like right. you said, this is not a luxury car. You can get this car for the mid-30s, have a really fun, sporty car to drive. Yep. And I Good think fuel in most economy. cases it will get you. Correct. And it will get you from point A to point B really well. You know, without any issues, without any problems. It is a Volkswagen. It's got available roadside service and all sorts of fancy things that, that again, you would kind of come to expect of cars these days. So, right. yeah, again, I, I'm not sure what other, you know, everyone else thought of it. I really enjoyed this car. I thought it was a great car for people to look at if you're in that market for kind of that small SUV, you know, that hatchback sort of a thing. You don't want the traditional, or sorry, not SUV, small car. You know, you right. don't want the traditional car sedan look. You want that hatchback look more than anything definitely a competitor out there and again for folks that are interested head to your local vw dealer volkswagen dealer and let them know that john and richard rush from rush to reason and drive radio sent you all right i was able to drive a new 2023 infinity qx60 this was the autograph all-wheel drive version and a lot of folks are thinking wow john really really nice car yes it is and i'm not knocking the car in that manner at all very luxurious interior very roomy inside very quiet and that side of it i very much enjoyed now here's sort of the bad side of it now this car by the way priced at about $68,000 so it's it, in, as far as the luxury market and what you get in this car three rows and so on it's a very well put together car for the money where I didn't care for it is it feels bulky, a little underpowered in in regard to where it's at in that market. 295 horsepower, 0 to 60 is like 7.5 seconds, so it's by no means a powerhouse. It it will get out of its own way, Richard, but it by no means is a speed demon. But very nice interior, very comfortable car. Uh, The one thing about it that I thought was odd, and Infinity, if you're listening, I'll just throw it out there. It comes with this really cool rear-view mirror that shows you what's behind you as a camera view, from the, which a lot of cars today do, from the rear-view mirror itself. So it's basically an image of what's behind you, not looking through the rear-view mirror. I frankly, personally, and I've got a couple of cars of my own that are like that, I hate that. I, when I look at it, it just <laughs> drives my eyes crazy. I struggle with that. I don't want to see a camera view of what's behind me. I want to see a real world instantaneous with a mirror, and that's what I'm used to using 
And this car, though, if you've got the rear seats up, the third row seats up, because they block most of the view out the back window, you're going to be forced to use that camera view because otherwise you can't see out the back window. So for me, driving it around because I didn't have anybody in the third seats, I folded those down, used the regular mirror. But I could see if you had people behind you and people sitting in those seats, you'd need that option. So in a way, it's a good thing. In a way, because the way that the car is just configured in general, you're going to have to use it because you won't have any choice. And Richard, I know you've had some, I know we don't have a lot of time, but you've, you've been familiar with what I just said, and it's hard to explain. It is, and I will say this, as having, as having a vehicle that has that feature, but I do have the third row up a lot of times. It takes some getting used to. I'll be honest with that, I think it's a preference thing because it takes some getting used to, but when you've got people, kids in that third row, and you, wanna, you don't want to be looking around, I'm telling them, you know, I'll be honest, right. folks, I rode with this guy, and he was yelling at me to put, you know, get your head down. You know, you can't see. <laughs> it is a nice feature that way. But I, but I get what you're, what you're saying where they're putting them on these cars where the third row seats are taller, and in some cases you're just going to have yeah. to fold them down. But I get where they're going with it. All right. Well, all that said, folks, check one out. Go drive one. Your local Infinity dealer, the QX60 Autograph All-Wheel Drive. Tell them John and Richard Rush from Drive Radio sent you. I'll leave it at that, Richard. Take care, sir. Thanks, see ya. I appreciate it. Bruce Simmons is next. He is our reverse mortgage professor. We with with Bruce on Friday. Learned a few new things from him. You can do the same. Just give him a call. Find him at klzradio.com. A reverse mortgage is not the impossibility you once thought. If you're properly prepared, KLZ's reverse mortgage expert, Bruce Simmons, can uniquely provide the expertise and advice that you need to eliminate your mortgage payment and do what you've always doubted could be done, give you more cash flow. Of course, you still need to pay your own property taxes and insurance, but eliminating your principal and interest payment will allow you to live a more financially comfortable lifestyle in your retirement. By calling Bruce to help you get this going now, you can move forward before additional rate increases take effect, and he can always help you go back and get more money when interest rates start to ease. Don't assume. Call the expert we trust for real and honest advice about your reverse mortgage. Call Bruce Simmons today at 303-467-7821. That's 303-467-7821. Or schedule online now at klzradio.com slash reverse. NMLS 409914. American Liberty Mortgage is an equal housing lender. Live and local. Back to Rush to Reason. All right, that's it for this hour, folks. And again, if you ever miss an hour, you can go back and listen to it on our website, RushToReason.com, and find us there. Another hour coming your way. By the way, we've got Kurt Rogers joining us at the top of the hour for our Monday Mortgage Minute. And then on top of that, we've got Rick Thomas joining us, and we are going to talk about, he is the founder of Life Over Coffee. We're going to talk about basically um, how you can have a conversation about transformation. We'll do that as soon as we come back. Don't go anywhere. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560.